0: You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Podcast PXN. I'm Shane, a.k.a. Ro, and I am joined today by Daniel the Halo Man Prindle. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing today, Daniel? Here, here
0: I am. I'm back in the living room, as the people on YouTube can see.
1: Yes, everybody will say goodbye to the blue walls, the Colts memorabilia on the wall as well. Yes. <laughs> but yes, the, the the wonderful floors are installed now.
0: Yes, I'm excited. It is. It's very nice. They did a good job.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, big thank you to everyone watching live on YouTube and Twitch, and now today we're on Periscope. Yes. Daniel tells me. Yes. We are trying out something new on, on Periscope, which is pretty cool. That role. So if you don't want to watch us on Twitch, if you don't want to watch us on YouTube, you'd rather watch us on Twitter, that's an option now. So there we go. Yeah. Um, We we record every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube and on Twitch. Just search up podcast PXN and you'll be able to find us there. Uh, The topic of the show is Square Enix and every, or the Square Enix presents the digital event that they announced last week. We're going to be talking about what they plan to reveal there and maybe what we think they maybe didn't tell us yet. Maybe there'd be some prizes. We'll talk about that at the topic of the show. Uh, Before we get there, we always start the show off with the PXN News of the Week. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So the first story on the list is, it's a lot of stuff. It's Xbox Game Pass is kind of killing it right now as it it has, but even more so in recent time. Um, One of the first news stories in this Game Pass jumble is Outriders coming to Game Pass on April 1st. Um, so yes, fantastic news for anybody who is planning on playing, um, Outriders on Xbox. They'll have that option to play it for, well, not for free, but just with the, uh, subscription. Uh, the only downside is that it's not available for the PC version of Game Pass, which is kind of a bummer. So you have to buy it via Steam or I think it's on Epic Game Store as well. So that's why you have to play it. Um, For anybody who has purchased Outriders, like pre-ordered it on Xbox, you will have to uh, go and manually cancel that via Xbox systems, or if you pre-ordered it in a store, go cancel that now, um, because you'll get it for for just the subscription price of Xbox Game Pass, which is pretty cool. Did you play the, uh, the demo for Outriders, Daniel? I did not. Uh, I embarrassingly uh,
0: admit that I have not been the greatest in the variety <laughs> of games I've been playing lately <laughs> with the amount of stuff I've been trying to get done at the house. So, yeah. No, no I did not play it, but... Uh, this, yeah, this news is kind of exciting for Outriders, but there, there's a ton of games they announced. Um, but yes. Outriders is kind of cool because it's coming day one and it's a third party game. That's kind of something, uh, I feel like we haven't seen a whole lot of from Game Pass. So that's kind of cool that they're starting to do that now.
1: Yes, it is fantastic news. i uh, I think it's really good for this, uh, style of game as well. I heard good things about the demo. I also didn't, didn't get a chance to play it actually either. But um, I've heard good things. Uh, I've heard some mixed things about the story, but um, it was engaging enough for people that they were excited to play the full game when it when it comes out. So I think this is really good. Again, I'll have to get an Xbox to to play it because I don't have uh, an Xbox right now. But I think this is really good good news uh, for them. But I I remember us having the topic of the show being Bethesda last week. Did we talk about the Bethesda games coming to Game Pass yet? Did so uh, that that already happen?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh... I, I, don't know. I don't. I think yes, yes, they did. I think I think okay. they announced all the games that were that were coming. I think that was before last week's episode. Uh, okay. Now I'm questioning well, myself. But
1: yeah, yeah. Well, well, now you know. If if we didn't cover it, it is there. All a bunch of Bethesda games are there. But besides yeah. those ones, uh, Undertale came yesterday, and as you were alluding to, a bunch of other uh, Game Pass games have arrived, or, or are coming soon rather, to yeah. Game Pass on PC and and stuff, including Yakuza Six. Uh, Empire of Sin, Octopath Traveler, which which is actually on PC via Steam right now. I just associate that game with Switch for, for whatever reason. Yeah. That's where I played it. So that's the reason. But um, yeah, it's a great turn-based RPG, so I would highly suggest picking that one up. Uh, yeah, there's Torchlight 3. There's there's a couple of great, great stuff on there, and we'll talk about Star Wars Origin in the next part because we've got an EA Play Story as well. But any of these uh, scratch itch for you? You're interested yeah. in any of these games?
0: Yeah, um... I've heard a lot of good thing a lot of good things about Near Automata. I think that's how you say it. Uh, yeah, I say it Automata
1: or yeah. Automata too. I just I just go between the two.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've heard a ton of good things about that. That's on, on PC Game Pass, which is cool. Um, I don't know if I'll check it out because I have such a backlog already. But it yeah. it, it sounds like a really cool like action actiony. Game, so that's that's cool um and squadrons i'm disappointed because squadrons i bought at (laughs) launch and i haven't even played it yet so now i could have had it for free (laughs) if i would have just waited but uh that such is life with game pass and ea play and all of that stuff so um but yeah the outriders is very intriguing for me because originally i don't think I, I was in the boat where I, I wasn't sure that I was going to even get this game. Um, I, obviously, that demo came out and I never played it, but uh, it was kind of everything I saw about the game. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, but I don't know if that's you know going to be necessarily up my alley. But now, with it being included with Game Pass, I'll probably eventually get to it and check it out. Um, but yeah, that's super cool. And Undertale, I think weren't you just
1: talking about this last week or two weeks ago and and here it is yeah i was taught uh, i was comparing it to a game that i was playing recently called everhood but yeah this is great for for people who haven't uh picked undertale i i have played quite a bit of it but i never never beat it so now i can i i mean i own it so i really don't have to do this but it is cool for people that haven't played it yet yeah. uh, to get into that because it is a really great uh great game with an and, awesome
0: story and who would have thought that yakuza would be like the premier spot on yes. game pass with <laughs> yakuza 6
1: now out there like every yakuza almost every yakuza
0: is on there now
1: yeah that's where i'm i've been kind of slowly picking away at that, that franchise as well, because it's, that's on my backlog as well. Still on the first one, but <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, to, glad to know that that's where I'll be able to keep punching those ones out uh, very slowly, clearly, but definitely a franchise that I'm happy is accessible because there's so many of them. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. But moving on to some, our final Game Pass news here is EA Play is coming to Game Pass uh, tomorrow isn't that right? Yeah, starting tomorrow is coming to Game Pass uh, coming to Game Pass PC over 60 of EA's biggest best and best PC games like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Over, FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, and Need for Speed Heat as well as some of uh, EA's most popular franchise like Battlefield, Madden NFL, Command and Conquer and The Sims will be on arriving on uh, Game Pass which is pretty great. So that's why I was kind of saving the Star Wars and stuff but that was that was a game that I wanted to get 2 didn't pick it up, but there we go. I am glad I waited on this one yeah. um, because I'm definitely going to check this one out.
0: And, and they had announced uh, that game pass was co- or uh, EA play was coming to game pass on PC. Uh, it was supposed to come, I think at the end of last year, but then it got delayed because I guess they weren't ready um, because not, not a lot of people understand that uh, EA has to port all of those games to the Microsoft store because Game Pass only works out of the Microsoft Store. It doesn't work with Steam or Origin or other stores. So essentially, the developers have to go back in and port the game to Windows Store. So uh, mm. they probably just weren't ready, I guess, yet to do
1: that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I, yeah, Game Pass is is absolutely killing it. And we'll talk a little bit about PlayStation. What they're because I feel like they're starting to realize that. Things are doing, going really well for Xbox in, in this category, and they, they need to do something, just a little bit of something to kind of compete with what they're doing with Game Pass, which I think is great. For sure. But um, yeah, moving on to our, our another Xbox story. I kind of moved these around because I just wanted to get the Xbox stories yeah. out uh, at the top. But uh, Xbox is adding a game suspended feature to offer better download speeds. Yeah. so basically this is a new feature that is in testing I don't think it's it's released yet I think yeah. it says Xbox insiders have access to this Correct. but not not a uh, for every out for everyone yet but basically the feature allows Xbox consoles to automatically lower download speeds when the game is open uh, to allow online features to function without interruption um, you'll be able to suspend games without closing them completely uh, to speed up some downloads. Uh, in the games in the background so right now you can play a game the game can still be downloaded but it will take a long time and in order to speed up the process you have to close out the game entirely if i'm not mistaken yep this way you'll be able to pause the game and not lose progress of wherever you are and still speed up the process of the download which i think is really good something that i thought existed but now that i'm reading into it more it is definitely different than what we have now so this is good news for sure
0: <laughs> yeah uh and it's kind of funny because like the average i don't think the average person knows about this I, I talk to people all the time that uh like just random people online or whatever that they say like oh my download speed's terrible it's always this and i'm like well is, do you have a game running because you have to close the game and not a people not a lot of people know about that like you have to close the game in order for your download speed to actually go at full capacity like it it throttles it a lot like it it takes it probably at least seventy five percent away from, you know what it normally would be. So like you're only getting twenty five percent of what it normally would be. So it takes way longer to download stuff. And yeah, this is a fantastic feature because, uh, like you said, you press all you have to do is press one button in uh, when you're in your download queue and it stops your game and puts it in a quick resume state so then if you know whenever you're ready to go back to it and you're whatever your downloading's done you can go back into it and just quick resumes right back into where you were so yeah it's definitely a well needed feature and uh kind of over uh over the time that it should have taken to get this feature but oh well
1: (laughs) yeah Glad it's finally here. Regardless, yes, Um, that's definitely something. I don't think, yeah, PlayStation definitely doesn't have that. At least to my knowledge, yeah. Where, yeah, I'm downloading things for so long. Not, not to mention my internet's already not that great. But obviously, the console's not helping me with that matter. Right. But I (laughs) got to see that that uh, Xbox will be a little bit nicer to me when I'm trying to download some games. But uh, moving on to the PlayStation story, I was kind of hinting before, play at home. Games are coming soon. New play-at-home games are coming soon. Starting March 25th, 10 games are going to be available for free without paying. You get to keep them as soon as you download them. No strings attached. Games such as Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, uh, Res Infinite, Subnautica, The Witness, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss Thumper, and Paper Beast. And starting April 19th, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition will be free for players on PlayStation, which is pretty dang cool. So yeah, as, as we were talking about with how awesome Xbox Game Pass, Play at Home seems to be n- n- trying to combat that. Obviously, it's not a subscription-based uh, thing, but them just giving a bunch of games away for free is, is clearly something that they're trying to do to combat Xbox's uh, system, I, I think. Yeah. But um yeah, what do you, what do you think about uh, the new play at home games?
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's awesome first, first of all, and uh, obviously, a lot of these are really good games, and uh, many of them are multiple years old, but that's still like if you didn't check out, you know, if you didn't check out Astrobot, I've heard a lot of good things about Astrobot, and you have PlayStation VR, of course, you have to have that. But <laughs> uh, I've heard a lot of good things about that. And The Witness is like a masterpiece. A lot of people call that game a masterpiece, so that's fantastic. If you don't have these games, it's a tremendous value for you. And it's very smart on PlayStation's behalf to include Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, because you have the sequel coming out this yeah. probably this fall, what uh, we still have to see if that shakes out. But uh, that sequel's coming, and they're giving away the original for free to be like, "Hey, come buy this next game that's coming out here in a few months." So uh, definitely very smart on their behalf uh, by including that, and uh, it kind of follows up in what they did the last time when they included uh, when they included Ratchet and Clank because we have the ratchet and clank sequel coming out here in a couple months. So very smart for them to do that. And it's consumer friendly. So it kind of helps them out as well.
1: So yeah. Does this mean God of war is coming to play at home soon? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think that you, you say that jokingly, but I think, yes, I think possibly we could see another round of this maybe in the fall or maybe early next year. Um, including God of War, and then that will lead into like a 2022 release of God of War Ragnarok. I th- I think you're
1: spot on with that. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I obviously I own it, but that would be awesome. I, and as well as it coming to PC, hopefully as well with Horizon Zero Dawn doing that. Uh, whatever the the slate of PC games that PlayStation is planning to release, it's always great to get those exclusive games to more people as well. But um, yeah, I think this is great. I'm definitely want to check out Abzu. Uh, I was recently talking to somebody about the Witness, and I was like, "I haven't played that." They're like, "You should totally play that." And I checked out Steam, and it was still forty something dollars. I was like, <laughs>
0: I'm
1: not going to get that right now. Yep. Now it's going to be free in a couple of days, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, thank you, PlayStation. That's fantastic stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's a, play- oh, and yeah.
0: that's a PlayStation Four game, right? So mm-hmm. you would be able to check
1: it out because you saw the PS Four. Yeah. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excited about that. Nice. But uh, moving on to our next story, uh, Devotion is back after being removed by Steam and GOG. So this is a, I'll do a little bit of setup before I get to the actual story. Um, Red Candle Games is a Taiwanese game studio. They found themselves in controversy after a reference uh, referring to the Chinese premier Xi Jinping, I'm pretty sure is how you pronounce the name, and their first person horror game Devotion, um, Xi Jinping. Uh, usually gets his likeness compared to Winnie the Pooh, a likeness that he does not like, so it usually gets censored online. Um, but uh, this Taiwanese game company released the game on Steam in 2019 only to have it removed shortly, aver- shortly after um, its release because of uh, in-game poster which had the text that roughly read um, Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh, Moron. So obviously he didn't like that, and Steam operates in, in China as well, so after this reference was found, uh, the game was review bombed on Steam, so much so that Steam decided to just remove the game entirely from its platform. Um, also, the game was really well-liked when it came out. So all these reviews were just because of that reference. Right. Um, and so we wouldn't hear from Red Candle Games until a year later. And this was very recent news. We talked about this on the show, um, that GOG would be uh, publishing the game. Um, so it's GOG. Um, owned by CD Projekt Red, mm-hmm. said that they're going to publish the game on their platform on December 18th. And literally hours later, they said they're not going to post it. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to publish it on their platform on December 18th or ever, uh, making fans very upset. And they <laughs> did the famous quote now, after receiving many messages from gamers, we have decided to not list the game on our store. Uh, Red Kendall Games apologized for that and said it was regrettable, but understandable And so they'll continue to push to get the devotion game to fans. And finally, three months after that announcement, Red Candle Games took matters into their own hands, made their own eShop, and (laughs) released the game and uh, their other game, Detention, on their own platform, which is... Pretty awesome, I think. That's pretty cool yeah. that they just like, you yeah, know, screw everybody else. We're gonna just do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, so the eShop is has detention on there as well as devotion, and it's going to host their future projects as well in the future. So good for them. Happy, to, happy for that. I'm obviously not going to play it because I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's awesome for people that didn't get the chance because it was out for so little of a time. There's like very few people who got to experience how apparently how good it was. So it's good that it's finally available for people yeah. to check out
0: yeah, yeah. It, this is definitely awesome news for the the developer and it sucks that all of these platforms are just pulled into this political whatever this is like uh, this whole fiasco and it kind of it, it's while it's a good thing that this is coming back uh, in, the, in the form of their new eShop, it just means we have to have another eShop downloaded yeah. and installed <laughs> on our machine. Like, ah, oh, that sucks. But yeah, it, it's good that it's coming back. It's just... Uh, It sucks that they have to do this in order to get their game into the hands of fans who want to play the game. Like, that's what I think that's the saddest thing about this whole thing because obviously they're not going to sell as many copies doing their own store and having literally just this game in their own store as it would if it was on Steam or GOG or any of the other big platforms uh, that are out there. So it does suck in that capacity, but who knows? Maybe. Maybe some big streamers will uh, catch hold of this and, and download it and stream it, and then other people will get interested and, and check it out after that. But I guess we'll have yeah. to see what happens.
1: Yeah. Um, from what I can tell uh, from the eShop, I think you can just like open it up in the website and just grab the game from there. I don't know if you have to download the oh, eShop. okay itself uh again so. i haven't picked it up but it operates like like amazon i guess you could say like you go to the website purchase it and then you you get the game download it's like dm dm DMR free i don't know free word. yeah yeah so you don't have a lot to to deal with there i think so sweet well that, that's, that's that would good. be okay if you're just
0: downloading the game and then just yeah. you're just running the game yeah that'd be fine yeah. cool
1: so good for them. Good job, Ren Cannell Games, and I'm sure everyone is excited for whatever is is up next. Yeah, from from that studio. I know I am, even though I'm not going to play it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> unless it's a, unless it's not a horror game. Yeah. just just awesome to see an indie game studio kind of get a win after being, you know, kind of dragged through the mud for so long since their game came out. Finally, they got got a W on that, so that's good. For sure. Um. But moving on to our next story, Dying Light 2 update. Um, today, or last week, they announced, hey, we're going to tell you guys about the <laughs> development because it's been so long since we've told you anything about the development of Dying Light 2. So we're going to do that next week. And today they released a little video, a little fun video of them reading some some Twitter uh, messages that they got from their quote-unquote fans, kind of like yelling at them for not giving us news. Understandably so. They're, they've they been impatient uh patiently well impatiently waiting yeah. uh, for more news about the game. And kind of what the news update was is that they're working on it still, and they're going to tell us more about it very, very soon. So we're still waiting, yeah. <laughs> but it's good to know that it's not bad news, I guess. Like, they're still working on Dying Light 2. Yeah. Um, again, we'll hear some more news very, very soon. We've got a little bit of some gameplay snippets in there, not much to kind of talk about, but it is good to know that, they're still chugging away on that uh, that game because it's something that at both showings, E3 2019, E3 twenty when was the last? I don't think 2020 was a thing. Yeah, so E3 2018, E3 2019 is yeah. when they showed off Dying Light 2 and people really liked it. So I am, I'm sure they're happy to know that it's not canceled. Yeah
0: yeah it feels like i don't know they could have just said like in a twitter (laughs) post like hey we're still working on the game we're not ready to show it but they just kind of hey here's a video of us saying we're still working on the game (laughs) it's like yeah yeah. it is a little bit disappointing in that regard but also at the same time like you have to commend them for saying like hey we aren't ready to show it we don't Mm want to show it until it's in a spot where we think it's where it needs to be um, so i i definitely applaud them for that um and i'm very interested to see how dying light 2 turns out because it has it has had a tumultuous uh development at this point like it's it's just taken very long for them to get you know the the game finished i guess um because uh i don't know i guess covid and everything that's going on right now uh in development it's just yeah. trying their patience
1: i guess or I don't know. That's not the right word, but uh. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like uh, from what I've read about it, it's like or what I've seen about it from like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen stuff, is like it's super ambitious with this, like trying to do every choice matters. There's like so many choices. There's a bunch of different endings. What you do changes the map. But, like there's doing some trying, trying to do some really ambitious stuff with it. So that coupled with COVID, I'm sure is like putting them trying to rack their heads around the promises that they've made so yeah that's i can only imagine but i I feel like this video should have been the video that we got last week like hey we're going to talk about this on a certain date not this being the announcement from last week you know like this could have been a really cool video that's to to hype up when they're ready to talk about the game but yep it's kind of kind of weird yeah but um I'm excited to hear their next update whenever that will be, apparently very, very soon. So yeah. I'm excited for that. But uh, moving on to the next story, Activision Blizzard has reportedly laid off nearly 190 employees. So it wasn't too long ago. I feel like it wasn't too long ago that they that they did this to a, a larger amount, yeah. but they're doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> IGN reports uh, Activision Blizzard has reportedly laid off nearly 190 employees, including 50 employees from the company's eSports division. Bloomberg reports that the layoffs affected less than 2% of the company's employees. 2% translates to roughly 190 employees. 50 of uh, those employees worked in Activision's eSports division. U.S. workers laid off will receive a minimum of 90 days of severance and health benefits uh, for up to a year, according to Bloomberg. And each employee laid off will be given a $200 gift card for Battle.net, well, uh, which yeah. is the company's online video game storefront, if you didn't know. Um, but yeah, so that obviously <laughs> sucks. Yeah. And the $200 gift card is kind of like like kicking them when, while you're down. Like, yeah. while you're at home, play our video games, please. Like, <laughs> I used to work for you. Like, that, that's so weird. Yeah, I, ugh, Such I, a weird thing
0: i've never heard of an employer saying oh yeah you're laid off by the way though here's a 200 hundred dollar gift card to our services go ahead and buy some stuff we got you it's like what what who does that like what the freak is going on activision that's that's (laughs) the biggest thing that i was like the biggest wtf that i was like what it doesn't make any sense like Yes, it's terrible that 190 more people were laid off by Activision, but how are you saying it's okay by giving them a $200... What? I don't doesn't yeah. make any sense. Oh, it it yeah. seems like anyone that doesn't work on Call of Duty at Activision it is uh, in trouble, I guess, of losing their job because I, I don't even know what Activision does outside of Call of Duty anymore. <laughs> They literally yeah. like they they've now taken Vicarious Visions into Blizzard which Blizzard Blizzard themselves do well and it's all one entity but Activision side of the business I feel like is literally Call of Duty and they don't have any creativity anymore and that's what's kind of sad I don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree. The yeah. they I think they did mention that the the reason of this layoff was because they're not going to do a lot of live events in the future. That's why they kind of nixed their esports division a little bit more, yeah. which is upsetting. Um, that they're like, hey, we're not doing this. Bye. <laughs> see, see you later. Yeah. Which, yeah, that, that does really suck. Um, ending this, this uh, article says, this is the company's second large round of layoffs in the past few years. Activision Blizzard laid off nearly 800 employees. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of mm. back in March of 2019 including 209 employees from Blizzard. So holy cow, Yeah, that's a lot of people.
0: And and you know what the sad part is, Roro? The sad part is is they laid off all those people working on the live events for eSports, but you know dang well as soon as... uh, things are reopened and they have live want to have live events again for call of duty world league and all these leagues they're going to want to bring these people back or other people into their company to take on those roles again so essentially they just don't want to pay them while these live events aren't happening which i don't know that doesn't feel right to me
1: but mm, (laughs) i don't know Yeah, that's yeah, that is upsetting because, like you said, hope uh, fingers crossed, COVID is going to end eventually. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm sure they're going to want to do, like you said, those live events again, and they're going to need people for that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it is is a a shitty or poopy situation. Sorry for saying no, you're (laughs) a bad situation. Um, but yeah, moving on to the next story, kind of a complete 180 uh, on that studio, kind of doing some good. Uh, earlier this month, GTA player Tost found a way to cut down the game's load times by 70%. He's a modder, and he found a way to do a clean and effective fix because Rockstar themselves have taken a look, agreed, or they, sorry, I read this wrong, but he saw a clean and efficient way to increase the load times of GTA Online, and Rockstar took a look at it and made it official and actually made it part of an a update release to all players, And um, not only did they thank him, they also gave him $10,000 for fixing the issue, um, which is really cool. Um, So the update 1.53, which is out now uh, on PC, it uh, led led to improvements to the loading times. Uh, So Rockstar, again, implemented this uh, modder's uh, feedback and hard work into the actual game, which I thought was really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that this is awesome and I wish more things like this would happen in the industry because this is yeah. this is super cool like you're fixing a, a, an ish a big issue with GTA online and now I'm going to sound very pessimistic here Roro <laughs> on this episode but Rockstar <laughs> paid them $10,000. They've sold 140 million copies of GTA 5. <laughs> they couldn't pay them more than freaking ten thousand dollars for seventy percent improvement in load times yeah. that's
1: insane like yeah oh they definitely could have yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that like you said the seventy and seventy percent is nothing to to uh to not pay attention to' I'm, I'm blanking on the the the, the term to yeah. shake a bone at or sniff yeah. not sniff at or i don't I can't <laughs> even think of the yeah. the uh the term but uh yeah it's it's impressive the 78 percent that you're saying um yeah so I feel like he does deserve a little bit more than that as well hire him if obviously if he wants a job give give the man a job he absolutely. clearly has the talent for it for sure yeah <laughs> but absolutely. um yeah I, I thought this is fantastic news and obviously a complete 180 from the sad news over at blizzard yeah. um but yeah another interesting news story a new studio is being uh emerged uh by jade raymond who is known for her Assassin's Creed fame and a lot of other things in the industry. Uh, based in Montreal, the studio aims to create games that, quote-unquote, serve as havens for players, bringing them together to, the, to have fun, express themselves, and find community. Um, the, the vision of being haven extends to the team as well, which uh, will champion transparency and mutual respect. So this is a studio that's coming uh, in, like I said, in Montreal, but they're going to be working on an unannounced PlayStation IP. Um, so that's really exciting as well. Um, like I said, Jade Raymond kind of a, well, she, she was a popular name. I am not sure what she's worked on recently besides Stadia. This comes kind of close to her leaving that, that project. So that's good that she, she's doing something really cool with PlayStation no less. Yeah. So that's uh that's good that she found something else to do and got out of stadia while she could. Um, But yeah, what do you, what do you think about this, uh, this story?
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, this is very fascinating, especially uh, this deal that she has for her new studio reminds me very similarly of uh, Kojima's deal that he made with Sony. So uh, death stranding came to exclusively to PlayStation. This seems very similar, uh, a brand new studio that she's starting up and uh, essentially going to, uh, create a brand new IP, which is super interesting. I'm very excited to see what she does. I've loved her work in the past. She was, uh, one of the big parts on Assassin's Creed 2, uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist. I know she had a hand in, um, and most recently before Stadia, she had worked, um, at, uh, Motive, EA Motive, um, I think she was one of the head people in charge (laughs) Um, and I think that they helped with star Wars battlefront too, if I remember correctly. And, um, she, I think she left before motive went on to work on star Wars squadrons, right? Squadrons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, it's very fascinating and I'm definitely interested to see what Jade does for sure.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see what this new IP will be. And yeah, whatever comes out of that studio, I'm sure will be exciting. Whenever they are ready to reveal that, um, but I say I'm—I I, I know Jade. I do—I do know Jade Raymond, and I do know her work. But I haven't played like any of the <laughs> games that she's worked on, yeah. um, so maybe what she announces won't be up my alley. But this is exciting, regardless, and I'm happy that this is coming out from from her. For sure, um, yeah. Moving on to the next story, some Fortnite news. Um, For those who don't know, the new season started, I think, about two days ago at this point. Um, Season six, which is called Primal, they uh, released a new cinematic trailer. Have you seen this cinematic trailer, Daniel? I did, Yes. Yes. So this trailer was, in fact, directed by the Russo brothers, uh, obviously, of Marvel fame. Anthony and Joe Russo are huge fans of Fortnite and filmmakers known for their blockbuster Marvel movies, teamed up with Epic Games to co-direct the cinematic opener for the popular Battle Royale game's latest installment, which after seeing this, was like, that kind of makes a lot of sense after watching the cinematic, which is, it was so, it was epic. Yeah. Pun intended. It was epic. I really liked that trailer. <laughs> and just how crazy Fortnite has become yeah. with freaking kratos and master chief in the same video fighting things together and it's so weird like alien uh the the xenomorphs and just everything that was in that trailer is in in blowing my mind not to mention the recent collaborations that they have with uh tomb raider and now dc with their new season as well but yeah you said you saw the trailer so were you a fan of it as well
0: yeah yeah it was crazy (laughs) and uh, yeah as many people on the podcast know from early on in the podcast, I used to play Fortnite a lot. Like I used to play it a ton and uh, yeah, this kind of made me think, Hey, I I may want to jump back in for a little bit and not, not to play like too much because you know, MCC Master Chief Collection continues (laughs) to take all my time, but uh, it, it just looks so crazy. And it's so insane to me. Like if you had went back and told me from like, seven or eight years ago that there would be a game with Kratos, Master Chief, Lara <laughs> Croft, uh, all of these characters, Xenomorphs and all of these characters from all these different universes all in one game. It's just, ins- yeah, it's insane. And it's not, like, it's not like these characters are making an impact on the gameplay, but it's still like super fascinating to see all of these licenses coexist in one world and it still makes sense. Like that's that's the most incredible thing i think
1: definitely yeah and i i i I didn't know what was happening in the trailer really i don't know the Fortnite lore and story and all that stuff but regardless i was still engaged with whatever was going on i was like oh my gosh who is this big black robot dude like why is he about to kick jones in the face don't do that he's awesome (laughs) don't kick troy Baker in the face and the the peely guy the banana being exploded, like sad very sad rip rip peely but um, yeah, I thought the trailer was, was really cool. I am playing Fortnite later. We'll talk about it in the games that we're playing. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that kind of wraps up our PXN news of the week there. So I guess we can jump into the games that we're playing. <laughs> um, so Daniel, what have you been playing recently?
0: I have been playing, obviously, Master Chief Collection. We don't need to go into that again. But uh, I started playing Halo Wars with one of my friends that hasn't played it before. He's a big Halo fan, but he has not played. Thanks, dog. I appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) He uh, has never played Halo Wars or Halo Wars 2 before, so I'm going through the campaign with him, and we're going to jump to Halo Wars 2 when we're done with the campaign of the original. But I'm just remembering how much joy I had in Halo Wars 1, like... It's so crazy to me how good of a console RTS Halo Wars is, uh, especially when you compare it to other console uh, RTSs. And I know there was a lot of them back in the day on 360, like shout out Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2 because that game was freaking awesome. EA made it uh, back in like 2007 or something. That was such an amazing game. RTS and it was a Lord of the Rings game but anyways uh, <laughs> Halo Wars it's just so much fun and I love RTS's and I love Halo and uh, the campaign is so good the, the, oh now he's barking at me because I stole oh. his toy uh, and it's so crazy to me like how well the cutscenes hold up to today's standards because the cutscenes were made by Blur which Blur makes amazing cinematic stuff Um, which you, if you compare Halo Wars one to Halo Wars two's uh cutscenes, which the games take are like uh, I think the development was like nine or ten years apart from each other, um, it's crazy to see how much they've evolved, but also the original game's cutscenes still hold up so well because of that. Um, so yeah, very, very, very much enjoying myself going back and replaying that with friend. So
1: nice. Um, right now, as I alluded to before, I am playing Fortnite again. I, I didn't play a lot last season, and this is definitely a pattern where I start off strong and then I fall off uh, pretty soon after I start. Um, right now, I, I, my goal is to get the Raven skin, so that would mean I would have to play a lot. So, And of course, Lara Croft, fantastic uh, new skin as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm enjoying myself with, with Fortnite. I like the new primal uh, gimmick, I guess you could say, where you have these primal guns on the map, and you can upgrade them by hunting, essentially. You can kill some warthogs and take their uh, materials, get some bones, and upgrade your your gun, which I thought was really cool. Um, obviously, there's the quest as well that they have, continuing... Uh, they got the gold bars still uh, continuing uh, in this season as well. So I thought that was really cool enjoying myself. Obviously, the goal was always just to get whichever skin I like. And like I said, this season, it's Tomb Raider and uh, Raven. So that's my goal. Um, but besides that, I have actually been playing Life is Strange 2 recently, oh. which is definitely because they're announcing Life the next Life is Strange tomorrow. And I was like, I haven't finished this yet. And I, I should... Should get back on that, and right now I'm on episode two. I stopped after episode one a while ago, but now i'm I'm back into it, and I finished episode two last night, planning on continuing that today, I'm trying to bump out an episode a day, so uh yeah, definitely having a good time. Those boys are fantastic, they break my heart that 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 series just i don't know what it is. I know the dialogue can be very cringe for some people, yeah but those games just break me sometimes, man. I, I love them so much. I'm so excited for whatever they have to uh, announce tomorrow. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it. That for what I'm for when I'm playing, no Destiny this week. Oh wow, that's <laughs> yeah, <a change>. surprising. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving in to the topic of the show where we will talk about a little bit more. Life is strange. Square Enix presents is going to debut tomorrow. So Square Enix presents is the inaugural show. Uh, will they'll give us news and updates about some of the most exciting upcoming Square Enix games, including the world premiere of the next game in the Life is Strange series. If you couldn't tell, I was reading from their blog site. Definitely <laughs> not me saying the most, uh, you know, exciting upcoming Square. Yeah, that was definitely their words. But um, I'm, I'm definitely excited. They say them saying that. I'm definitely excited for the Life is Strange reveal. Uh, they also tell us that they're going to be talking about Outriders, which is we talked about in the. Sh- Tomb Raider, the series uh, has its 25th anniversary this year and they're going to be continuing that with the Square Enix Presents. I wonder what that is going to mean. They're going to be talking about Marvel's Avengers, which the update comes out tomorrow so it'll be interesting to see what they're going to be talking about here. Yeah. Uh, Just Cause Mobile, okay. New mobile games <laughs> announcements as well. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure everybody is very excited about this one. Balan wonder Wonderworld as well, which is launching March 26th. They're going to be talking about that as well. Um, so, yeah, those are the, the things that they have showed us uh, or told us that will be there. Uh, the show is about to be is uh, it's supposed to run for approximately 40 minutes. So pretty, pretty lengthy. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff in there. So I, I wonder how long they're going to spend on certain things. Mm. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'm definitely excited. What, what are your initial thoughts about about this, Daniel?
0: uh i am i'm intrigued definitely um i don't know how big this uh presentation is going to be for me personally just because um while there's some interesting games that they're going to talk about here i don't think there's anything that i'm like you know dying to see more from like i know you're dying to see the next life is strange i've never even i i tried the first life is strange and i kind of fell off of it i guess Uh, after the first episode or second episode i can't remember which one i was on but um yeah i'm definitely interested to see what happens here and obviously outriders that comes out very soon on april 1st so i'm sure they'll have a decent look of that game so that'll be interesting um marvel's avengers i'm just wondering what they're gonna do because i know there's a big issue with that community right now in, yeah. <laughs> in terms of you know their what they're advertising what they're going to change and it's not really what people want them to change and it's not the way they want it changed so yeah I'm a little worried about that that game <laughs> right now um yeah. and Tomb Raider 25th uh, anniversary i'm not sure what that means like is that does that mean we're gonna get you know a collection of like all three reboot tomb raider games and like all the dlc and kind of combining in one package i'm not sure uh i'm not sure what that looks like um what what besides life is strange are you most excited about roro
1: uh so for me it is the tomb raider stuff but i i think it was leaked um, that you're right. That it is going to be like a bundle of the games, which I guess makes sense. It does, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm kind of bummed that it's not like I know Square Enix or uh, Iados Montreal is. Uh, I think it, they're done with the the Tomb Raider stuff. They made their trilogy with, and they ended it with with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm pretty sure that was the last in their remakes. So I, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't. Ex- shouldn't have expected something new from the Tomb Raider reboots, but. Um yeah, I'm sure it's just going to be a, a bundle like you said to to celebrate the 25th anniversary. Um which kind of kind of <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I, I want I want a new Tomb Raider. I really love the reboots. Um yeah. so I'm yeah. I'm excited to see whatever's next for that franchise.
0: And it it sucks because like Crystal Dynamics didn't even make the third Tomb Raider game because they were making Marvel's Avengers and like yeah. Marvel's Avengers has while had some good spot bright spots initially, it's it's fallen on its face lately because of all the things they've been doing. So it's like you almost wonder, like, what if Crystal Dynamics had just continued working yeah. on the Tomb Raider? Like they were doing such a good job with that, and then I don't know. Obviously, developers get tired of working on one franchise and they want to yeah. do something else. But um, yeah. I don't know i feel like they were on such a roll and then they're like
1: oh let's do this let's do this yeah yeah. and now they're not on a roll so much yeah i i I don't know what they're going to it says here join earth's mightiest heroes for a special look at the latest additions to the game and space spanning adventure so that sounds like nothing new they're going to be talking about what just came out possibly you know so they're not even going to be talking about oh they might do like a little tease at the end like oh this is what you could look forward to but it's not Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like a lot of people, like you were like you were saying, they're doing some really weird stuff with that game. Um, Even there, it was a huge story back when it happened. But Fran Mirabella, you uh, got access to a mode that wasn't isn't in the game yet. Like he played it. Like I think it was called Cloning Labs, and he was able to play it on stream for a bit, and then. The dummy closed the game, and it was gone. But <laughs> he 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 got access to that, so it exists, and he was able to play it and and do stuff and like earn stuff with it. And it's it's, it's just no news on it at all. They haven't said anything on that. It's like why why not make mention of that? And I I hope they I, I said it when Anthem was going through its uh, its issues, and I hope Avengers does something similar. They need to talk to us a little bit more similar to how Bungie does with This Week at Bungie. I, I I feel even when it's not such great news, they're always so transparent with us mm. that we we get mad, but we shouldn't be because they're so transparent with us and they're letting us know everything that's going on. And it's so much worse when they just don't say anything and then the news finally comes out and it's, and it's bad news. Instead of just telling us right away, this is what's happening, whether it's good or bad, just tell us what's going on, what you're working on, regardless of what it is. So... Yeah. I hope that they start doing that because again Avengers and it sounds like it should be like an easy win for them and that's actually a really great point because like certain developers
0: like 343 and i know i talk about 343 all the time but (laughs) lately they've done such a phenomenal job of communicating and every month they've had an update on infinite for the entire year they're supposed to have an an update every month and they're doing these ask 343 uh, videos as well in response to those articles they post each month so we're getting like two drops of infinite news every single month which i month which i love and uh this past month, we just got news about elites not being playable in Halo Infinite, which the fans were freaking out like, oh man, elites aren't playable and uh, that sucks, and all this. It's like, well, they could have just not said anything, and like you know, six months from now, you're expecting that, and that's not happening. They're being transparent, so like that should be something you should, yeah, applaud them for. Like you said with Bungie, Bungie has similar issues where they do something that maybe not everyone agrees with or many people don't like. And then people are so up in arms, but it's like, that's what they want. They want your feedback and they will make changes based on your feedback. If that's something that the majority of the community wants. And that should be what people want is, uh, the amount of communication that we're getting with that kind of stuff.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I can, I can only hope that Marvel's Avengers kind of turns it around because I want to love that game, but I just I just don't right now. Okay. Um, but Bound in Wonderland is a game that's coming out as well on March 26th from the minds of Sonic. And as I may have mentioned before on the show, huge Sonic fan. I love me some Sonic. So when I heard about this, I saw the visuals like, oh, this looks pretty. This looks like a fun game. And then the demo came out and then all of my hopes were dashed. And I don't think I'm going to be playing that game on March 26th or ever. So it'll be interesting to see what they show off to kind of combat what happened when the demo came out, because everybody was down on it when when that demo came out. And, And actually recently, I don't know if we I don't think we did talk about it, but when after the demo came out, the studio was like, we hear you. But it's too late. We can't put in those fixes. Okay, I'm sorry. We can't do that. They literally said something similar to that. We're like, it's too late to put in the feedback that you have for this game, but we'll we'll do some adjustments to certain things. They they're like, we can't do everything, but we'll try some certain things. Um but yeah, this game is coming out soon. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they have to show. It's next week actually when this game comes out. So yeah. Uh We'll see what they have to show off tomorrow. I'm definitely, I'm. It's, it's a morbid curiosity is the, the right word for, for this. I'm not ex- excited to see. I'm just curious to see what the heck they're going to show tomorrow because of the taste it's left in its mouth after people have actually played it. Yeah. Yeah. But well, Yeah.
0: I was fighting <laughs> a dog the entire time you were on that <laughs> ranch. so <laughs> I, I completely agree with everything you said. <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, that is uh, Just Cause Mobile. There's other stuff on here, but not as exciting as the Marvels, Outriders, Life is Strange, Tomb Raider stuff.
0: I mean, when you think of a big Square Enix event, Roro, you think (laughs) of Just Cause Mobile. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to (laughs) mind, right?
1: (laughs) True, true. I shouldn't shouldn't undersell it. It is Just Cause Mobile after all. Yeah. Yeah. They say expect explosions, explosions, and probably some more explosions. So yeah, I should be excited after reading that definitely sure. but um yeah anything else you would like to say about the square enix presents mm, not not that i can think of roro i think
0: that yeah. think that covers everything i did want to do i c- forgot to send you this but the xbox uh, wireless headset released yesterday i just got mine today so i haven't checked it out yet i have a dog fighting me as you can see on stream here <laughs> uh and, uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but the reviews on it have been very positive so far on, uh, on it at, especially at its a hundred dollar price point. So I'm excited to check that out.
1: Nice. I, I saw, uh, I'm blanking on his last name, but Danny from gamertag radio use it on, uh, on Twitter and being able to turn on his Xbox with the, the with the, uh, headset was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I obviously don't know a lot of features because that's the one that I'm, that I'm going with to, yeah. to, to, to tell you my knowledge on it. But uh, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good heads. Headphones are, we could expect Daniel's uh, thoughts on the headphones next week then. Yeah. Excited to hear about that. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for watching on both YouTube, Twitch, and possibly Periscope today. Yes, uh, you can find us on podcast services as well, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Sean. Oh, not thank viewers. Thank <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, thanks, <I> was... <laughs> Sean.
0: <laughs> uh oh, I think your sound went out, Roro uh oh no we lost roro again the second week in a row are you there oh we lost him we lost him folks all right thank you for joining us everyone uh yeah check us out on all the places see ya later we'll be greater is what roro normally says much love